The following podcast is provided by Pinnacle Senior Placements, LLC, and Answers for Elders Radio. And welcome back, everyone, to Answers for Elders Radio, as we have been talking about how to prepare for the eventual transition of a loved one or yourself into a senior living situation. And the month of May is all about senior living, and we certainly want to educate you about the different resources out there. And we are blessed again to have Daphne Davis with us for this hour from Pinnacle Senior Placements. And Daphne, thank you so much for all the information that you've kind of laid out the groundwork. There's a lot of stuff that has to happen in advance. For sure. And and we haven't even gotten into the logistics of an actual move. We haven't gotten into the logistics of (laughs) what kind of medical things do we have to pay attention to? Right. Um, What does the state require for you to make a move? I mean, there's all kinds of things that we haven't talked about. And so I'd like to start with a scenario that is about you moving from your home. Mm-hmm. and that you are going to be selling your home, you're going to be downsizing, um, you already know that you need to have these these um, delineated piles of this is for my family, this is for Goodwill, this is for the consignment shop, this is for the junkyard, and you may just stop right there and go, I don't even know how to begin to do this. Family members may go, I live out of state, I don't know how to do this. Uh, family members could say, I live, you know, five miles from my mom and dad, but I've got my own life and I'm, you know, helping my grandkids and I'm, you know, having my own life and trying to keep my garden up. You know, help. I can't do this. There are people to help. There are people that we can put you in contact with that if you want to have someone come into your home and help you navigate and process, how do I even begin letting some things go? Mm-hmm. How do I begin identifying what things have value to me? What things do I want to keep? What things do I mourn because nobody else wants them, but they mean so much to me? Let's <laughs> it's happening a lot because it is. just have like the crystal and the china and the, and the antiques and the next generation, they don't want that stuff, which no. is unbelievable. And I, you know, I have my mom's china and crystal and I love it and I use it. But I'm going like, there's nobody in my family that wants it. So someday when I die, it'll probably go to an auction house or I don't know. I'm well, just, I, I, I throw my hands up. <laughs> yeah, I specifically bring that up because it is a big issue. This is a universal issue. So please feel, feel like you're amongst friends when you're, you know, and I know this sounds trite, but mourning the loss of, of things that have built sure. memories for you. Mm-hmm. It's normal. Right. But have someone walk through that with you. I mean, in my own family, I'm the I'm the minimalist. I'm the one who doesn't want a lot of stuff. And my brother and my sister, to some degree, are the ones who love historic stuff. They want the stuff. And I can be a little bit of a bull in the china shop and dismiss their value system because I'm like, what? It just takes up space, and you're going to have to move it when you move again. So there's differences within a family. Um, and so I've been able to recognize just the piece of having some grace for other people's perspectives. Sometimes well, I think there's family, an emotional, do, do, do. Yeah, there's an emotional memory about things. Like, for example, you know, I was with my mom when she bought her china in, in uh, Stockholm, you know. So I remember the, that day. That was, a, you know, those are memories of my childhood. So when I have that, that's an emotional attachment. And I'm sure that that's what happens a lot of times with stuff. <laughs> yeah. 
Yep, that's exactly right. And those should be honored. I want to talk about as you're you're preparing to think about the next chapter of your life and you're thinking about selling your home and downsizing and, you know, what do I do with 15 rakes that I've collected over the years that are in the store, you know, in the shed for the yard, you know, supplies. We can work through all of that. As you're getting closer to making this decision and you said, yes, you know, let's just say a husband and wife. Husband and wife has decided that, you know what, the house is too much. We have to, you know, have everybody do the yard work. I don't want to walk outside to get my mail in the in the rain anymore. I want my mailbox inside. Mm-hmm. If you're to that place, I encourage you to reach out to a realtor, a realtor who knows about transitions mm-hmm. for seniors. Mm-hmm. That realtor who who is an expert with senior moves will have resources for you as well. A big tip that I want to give you right now. A lot of people think about moving after their house has sold. And I really want you to think about the the pluses and minuses of moving before your house has sold. Now, let's just talk about some logistics here. You're, you know, sorting through your things and you're figuring out what's just going to go move with you and what's not going to move with you. And at the same time, you've put your house on the market. And right now in the Seattle market, that's going to be, you know, sold in less than 30 days for sure, anywhere in in Seattle area. Um, And so it's going to go really fast. But in that time that you're at your house, you're going to have realtors contacting you saying, can we come and see your home? Mm -hmm. We'd like to come at two o'clock on Thursday. And maybe 2 o'clock on Thursday is not a great time, but you want to sell your home. Think about what that means logistically. Right. Think about do you, how do you get out of your house? Are you still driving? Do you have to call a son, a daughter, a friend to pick you up to get you out of the house? Because you're not going to be there when sure. someone's pouring your home. This is something that has jumped out at me in the last couple of years as being very important. If you are financially in a situation that you have resources to be able to move before your home is sold, so you don't need the equity from your home day one, I highly encourage doing that. Mm -hmm. The other big plus is once you move into, and let's say you're moving to an assisted living, husband and wife moving to an assisted living, you've chosen a two-bedroom um, apartment in this assisted living building and now you're there and you know the basic furniture pieces that you need and you think you can take more from your you know 2,500 square foot house and you're downsizing to 750 square feet in a two-bedroom and you're like oops now you have the flexibility of bringing stuff back to the house yeah, true. or you can say hey I'd like to have that chair or that occasional table because it will feel great in this corner yeah it's another logistical little plus. And I think, too, it's the lifestyle that you're going to experience differently if you're going to go to a senior living community. Because, you know, you may have all kinds of kitchen gadgets that you use every day because you've been cooking. But guess what? You're going to not have to cook that much, except if you want to. You know, you're going to have these gourmet meals every, you know, every hour, you know, every day. And you're going to have this totally different lifestyle where you don't have to clean house. You don't have to, you know, you're not going to have the have the broom closet of cleaning supplies and right. and all the, and vacuums and all that stuff unless you want them. The point is, is that it's a very different um, lifestyle that drives you so separately. And I think a lot of times, you know, I is it true? Somebody told me once 
think of it like you're going to a going to go stay someplace for two weeks. In other words, just think about what would I use for two weeks, you know, in a typical lifestyle. And then just take the bare minimal. You can always add two. But one of the things that I, what you're saying is pretty much the same in the fact that, you know, you're not using that. If you don't use that kitchen gadget in two, every two weeks, within two weeks, you probably aren't going to use it in nope. your living. No. Nope. Nope, you aren't. That's a that's a good way to think about it. Have I used this in the last two weeks? Sometimes we can get caught in that, you know, silly thing, but we think about all the different outdoor coats we have. Oh my gosh. You know, how many different outdoor coats do we have for different events? Yeah. I mean, I know I'm getting into the nitty gritty, but this is the part that that stymies people. And it's so time consuming. It is. So to start early is so important to start downsizing. Yeah. Um, and and really to to think about that your lifestyle is going to change dramatically um, in so many wonderful ways, not a bad way. Uh, it's like even the fact of you know thinking about you know all the little things that you have. You're not going to necessarily have um, you know to occupy yourself. You might even think about you know, are you going to watch that much TV? Because guess what? You're going to have activities. You're going to have things that happen. So all of these things are going to build up a circle of friends. You might, you know, so a lot of the recreational stuff that you love to do now, those are the things you're going to be able to build on. Is that correct? I mean, I'm absolutely, absolutely. I think about gentlemen, you know, and who have, which I will never understand, but they have 15 fishing rods and reels and they're all important. But are they going to need to be in your apartment? Or is this something that you can pick out your favorite ones or the ones that have stories tied to them and they become a part of your decoration in your apartment? Mm -hmm. You know, that these are the stories that I can tell because these fishing rods are on the wall. Mm -hmm. You know, they think creatively. These are the kinds of conversations that people from Pinnacle Senior Placements will have with you only because we've been down this road. Yeah. These are not things that you should think about wrap their head around how the improved life is going to happen, you know, through this process and, you know, no more house maintenance and all the money that you've been throwing at a maintenance person. Maybe now you could do something like, you know, take a short vacation or something like that. If you're capable or able to do that. And those are the options that you're going to be able to explore. And certainly Daphne, um, you know, I want to get into our next segment a little bit talking about now how do you actually make the move? The move is important to you right now, and how are you involved in that? So in the meantime, how do we reach you? So my website you can reach us at is PinnacleSeniorPlacements.com. All those words are spelled out, PinnacleSeniorPlacements.com. And our phone number that you can reach us at anytime, leave a message, I'll get to you. Um, is 855-734-1500. Again, that's 855-734-1500. Well, I'm excited to talk a little bit about now that you're in this process, life is going to be better. And we certainly want to do talk to you about, think about how your life would change. If you didn't have all those responsibilities at home or how mom or dad's life or are you taking care of a lot of the tasks for your senior loved ones? We're going to talk a little bit about 
how life's going to change and how Daphne's going to make it better right after this. The preceding podcast was provided by Pinnacle Senior Placements, LLC and Answers for Elders Radio. To contact Pinnacle Senior Placements, go to PinnacleSeniorPlacements.com. Hi, I'm Lori LeBay, and I wanted to tell you about Alzheimer's Speaks, which is another great podcast. You see, my own mother lived with dementia for 30 years, and I felt lost. Did you know every three seconds someone in the world is being diagnosed with dementia? Odds are it's going to hit your families too. We want to help you connect to services, products, tools, research, and stories so you can be prepared. Please subscribe to Alzheimer's Speaks on your favorite podcast platform.